In the late 20-teens, two brothers realized the one way to solve the world's unsung problems. Sell their dad's minivan, buy a microphone, and smoke a lot of weed. It's hypocrisy. Coming at you live from the Dungeon of Dank, the land of La Mancha of smoking good ganja, the hall of hot tokes, I'm Ryan. And I'm John. And this is Hypocrisy. How's it going, Ryan? Pretty good, John. Pretty good. So I was actually, um, I've been cleaning up the studio a little bit recently because, I mean, after some of our recent adventures, it, it's got a bit messy, you know, there's... Yeah, there's weed crumbs all over the place, and, uh, you know, cat. All those rotting corpses of interns that died in that battle. Exactly, and, like, half-drunk cans of brisk. And it, it's getting pretty gross, and I, I think the uh, the interns and especially are, are really beginning to attract the attention of the rabid dogs that continuously circle the studio. It's circle of life, man. And, you know, it's it's the summertime, so you gotta you got to do your, your yearly, you know, clean... You know, throw out the things you don't need, put the things that you do need in slightly nicer places. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been doing that. And I found something pretty cool uh, hidden in the back uh, of, our, of our recording studio. Oh, what's that, John? I, I found us a Ouija board. You, you ever seen one of these? Oh, hot damn. Yeah, you use those to uh, contact spirits from the beyond, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you use them to uh, to talk to the dead in sort of like a, a fun and wacky baby's first necromancy and with like a cool 60s spin on it yeah yeah you basically there yeah there's this little thing and you put your hands on it and it just basically guides your hands to different letters and it can kind of like um spell it out for you slowly yeah exactly so i i was thinking like i mean now we don't have uh the interns and uh you know bud space is shut down and like we really we're, we're needing some uh, to think outside the box in terms of where we find our problems. So I, I was thinking maybe we let the dead guide us. Ah, thinking outside the celestial plane <laughs> or terrestrial. I don't know which whatever one we're currently inhabiting, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, we should probably get creative because here on Hypocrisy, we get real creative and we solve problems. That's what we're all about for all you new listeners. Yeah, I mean, let's get creative and uh, head on to the celestial plane ourselves, right, guy? Wait up, you gentlemen. <coughs> Woo! Woo! All right. Oh, it burns with creativity. Mm. Indeed. That's how you know it's working. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, uh, yep. I just did that, like, fucking engage thing, you know? Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, shit's real. Like, my pupils all freaked out and shit. Yeah. Did that just now. So, all of you just envisioned that happening, like, right after I took that rip. And I just look forward with the intensity of all, a thousand suns in my eyes, lean into the mic, 
and prepare to just spew some hot, hot, steaming wisdom all over you. Hmm, yum. You're like a creamy high Captain Picard. Just, like, make it so, and you go to warp 10 of knowledge. Indeed, and I will make it so. Speaking of which, let's let's bust out the Suiji board. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm feeling right. <laughs> Man, we haven't we haven't spoken to dead people since like the last time we busted out the Suiji board and got stoned and spoke to dead people. <laughs> Man, that was so much fun. How old were we? Like eight? Thirty-two, but you know. Okay, well, I mean, you know, it, it, it was it was the good times, you know, at home still, you know. It was, you know, before everything happened. Fucking start the car. Fucking start the car. He's, he's, coming. he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Anyway, that's uh, that's enough about that. Let's um, <clears throat> let's set this guy up. <clears throat> All right. Um, do do you want to guide it or or shall I? Honestly, uh, talking to the dead always kind of freaks me out a little bit. It's a little bit too intense for me. I like to uh to just stick to hitting the green herb and communicating with my own thoughts and feelings. Um, so I'll let you kind of take the wheel on this one. Um, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll steer and maybe you grab a piece of paper and like write it out because, uh, we are going to have to remember the letters and that is a problem. Yeah. When yeah. We're, when we're creative memory. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, so just call out the letters yeah. and one at a time and I will, uh, I'll write them out. Okay, let, let, let's give this a go. Um, got this on here. You know, I'm not feeling anything yet, but oh, no, there it goes. Wow, he didn't even ask. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, the ghosts have been living here for a long time. They know what we're all about here on the Hypocrisy Podcast. They know we need Indeed, those hot, they don't, hot problems. They don't want to waste our time with us having to ask them for problems. They're on it. I guess this ghost is probably pretty excited because, yeah, he's he's this ghost, whatever they are, is just jerking your... Jerking your hands all over the board. Yeah, yeah, we need to look, oh, look back. Um, We're missing some letters here. What, what's this? I think okay. it's S mm-hmm. T U B B S. Okay. A L A S K. Okay. A. Oh my god. I, I, I see what it's saying to me. D E A D. Stubbs, Alaska, dead. No. Mayor Stubbs, no. Oh, oh, Jesus. We've tackled some big problems in our time on the Hypocrisy Podcast, but this could be the, the single most defining and, 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 and all-encompassing and unresolvable problem. I mean, this is easily the most fucked up way I've found out about a close friend dying. Do, do you think... Do you think Stubbs was the one who's piloting that Ouija board? Trying to guide us to this problem to let us know, contact us, let us know one last time, just say goodbye? Oh, man. I, I hope so, because, I mean, we, we need to let the, the readers know. May, Mayor Stubbs um, of the Alaskan town Talkeetna was a very close friend and one of the, the biggest supporters and fans of the Hypocrisy podcast. I think Mayor Stubbs took a, a lot of what we said to heart and really tried to implement some of the solutions to the problems we discussed uh, on the show. So it, it's really, I mean, a sad time to to be announcing live on air that the death of such a, a, a great friend of the show. Yes, at the, uh, the grave age of 20, 
Man, that's man, that's some powerful stuff. That uh, that Ouija board, you know, you just man, you um, yeah, you could just you can just reach out and be contacted with like this lost friend who lived for twenty years and three months. Oh man, I mean that is like it's it's super sad, but that is really uh, a good. Uh, amount of time like really like 20 years that's a, a long you know well-lived life yeah and honestly um yeah it looks yeah looks like he he died in his sleep surrounded by by all of his loved ones so um yeah i think i think Stubbs really lived a good life i think that that's that's good for Stubbs, you know and i think now is a time for us to kind of discuss the elephant in the room though I mean, there's no mayor left in that town, so that's, you know, that that's obviously a serious problem. Well, now that there's no mayor, there is an opening for a certain up-and-coming kitten. And I'm saying kitten. Like, this is no cat. This is a, a basically a child. Uh, sorry, are, are you saying cat in sort of like a... A hip sixties way, much like the Ouija board, you're trying to really get into the, the into the mindset. No, I'm talking about Stubbs is trust fund baby, asshole douchebag son Denali. Fucking nepotism all over this Alaskan town. I'm still so confused. Why why did you say cat? Stubbs is a cat. What the fuck? Holy shit, oh my goodness, dude. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's a that's a major detail about Stubbs, man. Stubbs is a cat, like it, like an actual feline. What? Oh shit! I'm sorry. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? Why do you think Stubbs always had to uh, sit on my shoulders while I put a trench coat around me whenever we'd go out to like bars and stuff? I thought you were just doing a hilarious bit. No, I mean like Stubbs actually had to impersonate an adult human male in order to get into all these bars. Because Stubbs was 20. Stubbs was underage, but he knew how to party. (laughs) Shit. Man, I I thought he just had a great run because, like, 20. Wow. I mean, good job getting to 20. But shit, that was in cat years? Dude was fucking ancient. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. No, yeah, Stubbs lived a long, full life. Had, like, a family and shit. Wow, that explains why you were so judgmental about him having kids at 14. It just seemed irresponsible and not like the stubs I knew. <laughs> yeah, especially since he kept having litters of six of them. <laughs> but now one of those tiny, adorable motherfuckers is just getting a what a free ride into the uh, in, in, into the hot seat of Talkeetna? Handing him the office. This fucking party boy, playboy kitten that's just tearing up Alaska with his drunk driving and his wild devil may care antics. It's just he's just he's just handed the highest office in Alaska, in well Talkeetna, Talkeetna, yeah Talkeetna. But that I mean that is the highest office in Alaska, right? So Stubbs, Stubbs won his election as a write-in candidate. He was an outsider. He stood up to the establishment. He went up against some seriously, furiously entrenched, powerful groups and said no. The people will speak. The people of Talkeetna will speak. And do you know, do you know what they had to say? We want Stubbs for mayor. Right, meow. That's pretty good. That, that's a pretty good one. It was so. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was says yes, we can. It, it was more of a yes, we can't really. But 
I mean, and and but beyond that, like it wasn't just the entrenched interests, you know, big tuna working against him, but like also terrible, disgusting institutional racism. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had to go around on your shoulders pretending like he wasn't a cat. Yeah, exactly. Just to get tanked in Talkeetna. Well, actually, no, he was pretending to be an adult. Let's be honest. He, it was because he was underage and did not have an ID that showed he was 21. So I don't think I don't think we can drop the cat thing in that regard. I think the humans of Talkeetna are great. They're not the problem here. But there is a vicious dog faction that has just been stewing hatred in this town. And I'm pretty certain without a powerful leader... With with this fucking nepotized, unelected kitten, Denali, just trying to fucking run this town with just the weakest of paws, I think I think the dogs are just gonna just shit all over Subs' legacy. I mean, they tried to kill him. He survived an attack by a dog in 2013, and they falsely reported his death last year. Which is just kind of... That's a low blow. Yeah, kind of a fucked up thing to do to such an old cat. Like, seriously, dogs? You can't go after his policies. You have to go after his age. I mean, it's all that fake news, right? Oh, seriously. Fucking... And Denali just eats it up. Laps it up, really. Like, fucking saucer of milk. Yeah, I mean, f- frankly, Denali is way over his head. Which is not surprising anyone because he is about five inches tall. And, you know, he was neutered last week, so... You know he's not going to have the balls to stick up to those dogs on the town council. I mean, and it's... There's just so much at play here. Um, Because also, I mean... Stubbs had, like, 50 kids. And so I'm pretty sure they definitely passed over at least one significantly more qualified uh, female cat just to get down to fucking Denali. Actually, it's kind of... It's kind of fucking incredible. Uh, Stubbs had exclusively litter after litter of female kitten until this most recent of his children, Denali, the first male in his entire line. Mind you, Stubbs had a direct heir, Tinkerbell, written to his will. Like, if anything happens to me, if those fucking dogs kill me, Tinkerbell's mayor. Unfortunately, he did not specify if he died of old age, peacefully asleep, surrounded by all of his loving daughters, while Denali was out doing coke. So, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think that doesn't sound like our Stubbs, right? Our Stubbs was was careful. Our Stubbs was meticulous. Stubbs was not going to make a, an amateur mistake like that. I think the dogs doctored the will. You know, to be honest, they they wanted to expose a, a weak link in in Talkeetna that they could sink their fucking rabid teeth into and rip apart like so many bags full of meat that we tossed to them to get them to leave us alone <laughs> seriously fuck dogs i'm so over dogs dude i mean frankly i think like that's the solution to this problem right i mean not i mean i don't is there a solution here because this these seem like dark days i i i think it's time for the, the people to rise up it's time for torches in the street uh it, 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 it's time to be whoa, flipping whoa. cars and setting okay fire to okay that's killing okay. all the dogs I, I, hmm no no, that's that's a dog move, man. That's a dog move. It's war. This is war. And that's a that's a fucking insult to the memory of Stubbs. You know what Stubbs would have done to solve this problem? I, w- I wish I did, but I'm I'm not as great as Stubbs. I know one thing Stubbs did to solve a problem before, 
and that was win an election as a write-in candidate. Stubbs wielded democracy like it was a fucking flail and just swept aside like eight dog candidates like they were nothing. Stubbs didn't even campaign. So that's what the people will talk Keaton and need to do once again. In memory of Stubbs, get out and rock the vote. Get Tinkerbell into office. I mean, come on. Or at the very least, pass a local initiative to have all dogs killed. Like, at at least we can compromise (laughs) to that, right? I'm trying to meet you in the middle here. (laughs) Well, at the very least, I'm glad that we can peacefully discuss this to each other and be polite. I can, while I can disagree with your views on having all dogs killed, I can, uh, I can at least, like, recognize your discourse and be totally fine with your ability to say that and encourage it. That's good, because, I mean, I, I'm glad we can have such open discussion, because we are a family, and, like, if we were to let such petty political differences, you know, tear us apart, we would have some very, very awkward Thanksgivings. Seriously. And, frankly every other fucking day because i am trapped in this place with you with no hope of escape indeed so we we're in this together we're gonna have to make do with our differences uh-huh. speaking of making do um do you think it's time for us to tell uh, the people at home a little about our, our sponsor this week who uh, <sighs> allows us to uh, to stay on the air should we ever and let's be honest i'm actually really excited about this one um they're definitely our biggest sponsor yet like by a long shot uh, and to be honest, they're our first sponsor that has, like, actually gotten kind of famous, mostly because of the quality of their ad. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much before we really get into the, the the PSA or anything. But um, they may or may not have been prominently featured in a uh, breakfast theme podcast um, about solving unsolved crimes. <clears throat> Without further ado, I give you. Male chomp. Fuck. Um, sorry. Sorry, here, let's John, uh, can we just do another take for that one? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I'll 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 roll the tape back. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, we'll we'll give it another shot. Um, alright. Yeah, um male Sorry. <laughs> Meal sh Malchimp. Fuck. I don't here, you you give it a shot. I'm I'm, I'm... Yeah, I, I've heard the ad like a yeah, hundred I mean, times. What is it? Let, show, me, show me that paper. I mean, I, I know these guys. Like, they... yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This, okay. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. I give you more chimp. That's it, right? What? No. I don't think that's right. No, I don't <laughs> okay. think that's right. Um, this week, hypro. This week. Hypocrisy is brought to you by Kale Grimp. I Boom. I, I hate to break it to you, Fucking but I'm gonna play that right it. back to you really quick. Um listen. Kale Grimp. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't it. It wasn't Grail Limp. Shit. What you fuck. Alright, okay, okay. Uh this time. Okay, okay. Okay, well, well let's let's do it together, okay? Okay, okay. Three Two, one, Galehind. I I couldn't even. I I tried to say a word and just it. Just, I like lost my breath or something. I don't I don't know what's happening to me right now. Um, here here let me. I'll I'll do it. I think I think it's just 
I'll just I'll just do it. I think uh, we just we got all discombobulated. Um, we went off script. I'm so psyched out. Yeah, I know. We just let's just get back on script. I'll I'll just read it. This t- this week hypoc this week hypocrisy hypocrisy hi hi shit um here uh you okay the dude yeah no 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 i got it i got it i got it fine i can i can say the word it's a simple word i i i can okay i can read them separately like i can say mail like that's easy that's an easy word we can all we can all agree mail is easy right chimp is easy chimp is an easy word these are easy words on their own separately see that these are also words i can say champ i can say hypocrisy when i'm not trying to say our sponsor's name I can I can do all this. Yeah, I'm great at words. I'm you great are at so words. good at words. All right, okay, all right, all right. I I I think I really got this one. You got this, buddy. You got okay. this. this. I believe in you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This time, hypocrisy is brought to you by Mail. Yeah. Ch- yes. yes. You got this. Chunga. Fuck. Ah. God damn it. God. It. it it was close. It was very, very close. Uh, the more I try to say this word, the harder a other word get. All right, I, I'm just gonna say it, and you can, we can edit it. And it was great otherwise. Help him, bell him, flog him, chill him, bound him, mal, mal, dead. So yeah, hypocrisy this week is brought to you by wherever the fuck that was. Oh God, <sighs> that okay. was awful. <laughs> We need, we need another problem to solve. I need another joint. Jesus. And you, you know what Christ. that means. We need, yeah, you and me both. Um, here, here, pass it over here. Here you go, John. Okay. We need another problem. And that means we need more of that good-ass ectoplasmic spirit energy. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like... Okay, so before we had them just, we had like the ghosts of Stubbs trying to guide our hands and everything, but like, so I was thinking about it. I was thinking about like how fucking powerful that was when like the dead was like telling us what to uh-huh. write. But what, what if we just like let the dead write for us, like with our fucking hands? Oh, so like make ourselves the vessel for, for their. Uh, sort of like yeah, yeah. spectral like, none of this, intention. None of this fucking around anymore. Let's uh, let's take it up another notch. You know, I think I think we can get better problems if we just dig a little deeper with the spirit shit. Yeah, I'm into this. Here, let me just get rid of the uh, yeah. the Ouija yeah. Book. Fuck that. We don't need that's that's a safety valve. Yeah, we don't need that shit. That's, that's cut us off of the real problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, filters on cigarettes or seatbelts. Like, it's just getting in between... Us and life. Fuck yeah, man. Or, or in this case, death. All right, so are you, are, you, are you feeling taking this one, or do you want me to lead still? What, what you into? I got it. All right. Nice, okay. nice, nice. I like it. I'm so proud of you, Dead man. Dead among us. Come forward and guide my hand. Oh, write, write a problem true. using my fingers. My fingers. And this quill. And this parchment. Bless us with your energies. Man, I don't think it. Whoa, whoa, shit. Oh, shit. Whoa, I can't, I can't move my hand, man. I can't move my hand. Whoa. Fuck. Oh, it, it grabbed the quill. Dude, Holy shit, dude. 
Oh my goodness, it's, it, whoa, it's really moving. It's really, uh, it does not have great handwriting, um, and it's doing some pretty fucked up things to my bones right now, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, my pinky Holy isn't shit. supposed to bend that way, and it didn't need to do that to write that. Okay, um, it doesn't hurt yet, though, which is good. Okay. Holy. Oh my god. Woo! This is the craziest shit I've ever All right. seen. Where Chill the out, fuck Tiger. did we get a quill? Oh my... All right. Oh, shit. Oh, man, that smarts. All right, the ghost is gone, but uh, my hand is fucked. Like, genuinely, it is a crumpled mess right now. <laughs> man, that's wild. Let me let me get you an ice pack for that. There you go. Wrap, wrap that on your shattered forearm. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure it'll you know feel better in no time. Boy, those ghosts. I mean, they haven't had much to do for, like, a very long time, so... You can understand that yeah, they're, you know, they're a little, a little frisky. You're telling uh, me. Whew, when that finally was, given a vessel. That was an experience. <laughs> you gotta try it, man. You gotta, you gotta try this vessel shit. It's, it's hardcore. It's worth the pain. It, it, it looks intense. I, I mean, I think I might let you like, m maybe show it to me a couple more times. Cool, until cool, I'm, cool, like, cool, super cool. Super sure yeah. I know how it I goes. Find, I'll take the hit. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, so. Yeah, what what the fuck does that say? It, it's all like got little like circles and shit at the end of the letters. I can't read any of this. Oh yeah, don't worry. Uh, ever since the that spirit possessed me, I could actually read ghost script now. So um yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. So it uh, Ottawa Archbishop, um surprised by negative reaction to robotic spider on cathedral. Ottawa what? Archbishop. Uh, okay, I I thought you said Art Bishop. Oh no, I said Archbishop. Fuck, don't do this to me again, man. Okay. I was thinking it was maybe... The goddamn PSA got in my head. <laughs> I'm just gonna call him the bishop from now on, okay? I apologize for fucking with your rank. I know it's disrespectful, but I'm. it's because I'm bad that is dumb at words. <laughs> that is purely practical. I'm just disappointed because I thought the, like, art bitch up was, like, gonna be a really cool sort of, like, you know... Feminist grunge art festival, oh, which dude, sounded that sounds bitchin'. Super great. Yeah. I mean, especially if they had a robotic spider. <laughs> Seriously, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Un unfortunately, this is not that significantly better world, and this is a problem in which uh Yeah, the Archbishop of Ottawa was surprised that people weren't super chill with the giant robot spider uh on the roof of wow, his um, big church. I to be honest, I was kind of hoping this kind of discussion wasn't going to come up on hypocrisy for a while because I know it's a very, very hot button issue for a lot of people. But, alas, it's finally come to this. It's time for us to talk about the separation of church and spider. God, you, dude, you know I hate that discussion. I'm sorry. It's, it's a gray, it's a gray area, and I know a lot of people fall very black and white on it. But um. Yeah, d dude, I thought we agreed we were not going to get into this. Like, we're not going to talk about Listen, the things man. that tear our family apart. If God wanted spiders on cathedrals or churches or in places of worship, God would have probably had Jesus be a spider or some shit, you know? Maybe they'd worship, uh, there'd be a spider instead of a cross. But no, none of this is true. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, 
so so is is that like uh a, a spider on another spider <laughs> in, in in your version of the crucifixion yeah well so in in my version of the spider gospel um basically what happened is spider jesus uh when betrayed uh it was actually betrayed by his mate his mate judas um the spider gospel is pretty uh fucking like game of thronesy um and uh sure. so basically uh spider judas uh as most spiders do uh passionately mates with spider jesus and then eviscerates him and devours him and wait and you're saying this isn't the bible yeah so it's like it's kind of like like the like the <laughs> the the like christian equivalent of like jesus on the cross except it's a spider butt fucking another spider while ripping it to pieces there's a lot more to spider gospel too if you really need me to elaborate um but none of those symbols belong on fucking christian churches it's appropriation of my faith and i know i know you feel very differently about this john i know odd john yeah i mean look i i know when you were a teenager like you were going through some hard times you felt alienated I was always out, you know, getting high and laid, and you didn't really have anything to live for. And and so, like, I can see that when, you know, those Arachno youth ministers showed up on our doorstep, like, they had a compelling pitch, but it it was just that. It was a pitch. You need to come back to us, Ryan. Your family misses you. I didn't choose the spider life. The spider life chose me. When, when nothing else was there for me, the spiders held out all eight of their loving, loving arms and spun a web and just took me in and twirled me around and wrapped me in silk and then put me away for later. Yeah, you understand, like, that's not them tucking you into bed, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was a loving gesture. I mean, like, they, I, cut, I got bored and cut myself free and left before like dinner time or anything. I I don't know. I didn't really want to eat their flies or whatever the fuck they eat. Um, well, and you don't want to impose either, right? Like, it's it's uh, a little much, you know, on like your first. Yeah, time exactly. Them to stay um, for dinner. Um, and I never really went back awkward. because I don't know. They were all spiders that were giant, and I was a human, and it I don't. Know, it felt kind of weird to be the one human in a spider cult. But that doesn't mean that their message didn't really stick with me. And I still try to, like, respect their ways to this day. And when I see people thinking that spiders are just rad as shit and they should make a giant mechanical spider and have it crawl all over the cathedral in a display of one of the coolest fucking stunts I've ever seen in my life. Um, I mean, like, seriously, do you see this footage? It's actually a giant robotic spider crawling on a cathedral. It's pretty. It's, it's like gold too. It's super pimp. It's like C three PO from your nightmares. Yeah, the guy on top of it looks like he has a top hat, like some fucking insane inventor who's descending upon the townspeople. But it's um, it's super super disturbing, as someone who's seen marginalized spiders just have to lurk in the shadows, in desk drawers. And forgotten boxes and attics like they just it's disgusting that this is the one way they're displayed you know menacing the townspeople from atop a cathedral and the fact that the archbishop just tried to play the, the fucking like come on guys it's just a giant spider 
Whoa, it's just a mascot. Really? Really, dude? In 2017? Come on. You're, I mean, I can't argue. You know, I do think that your, uh, your faith is a horrifying nightmare sham. Uh, but, like, it is appropriative. Uh, th- that is the Christian faith, you know, literally parroting, uh, you know, puppeting your beliefs around on a stick. And that, that is fucked up, you know, whether you believe in, uh, in Jesus, in, um, in Buddha, in a 20-foot uh, hungry uh, eight-legged arachnids uh, that can see into your soul with their horrifying panoply of multifaceted eyes um you know like whatever floats your face should be respected come on man so i'm glad i'm glad you can you can at least respect that right you know what i'll say yeah yeah. you know what i'll say amen to that brother amen to that brother sorry my uh oh man my (laughs) got a little in my throat was it like manliness? Because you sounded nah, I think... <laughs> really pretty rad. You should get yeah. choked up more often. <laughs> Maybe like on dates. Try to cry more on dates. I'll try. I'm sorry. I get I get a little worked up when I talk about my spider faith. So yeah, I think we've we've just agreed that the art yeah, the archbishop was pretty wrong in just doing this horrific display of fucking ignorance on top of his cathedral and we can move on from that problem yeah um i think that really says it all also i i just i guess i just want to remind uh, all of our listeners if they're in the ottawa area uh, to make sure they go to the uh, the art bit shop um on the weekend of the 14th i think it, it's going to be something really special yeah the pussy avengers are going to be uh headlining so it's gonna be great yeah and i i just want to say again like I, I do, deep down, I do very much respect that you are um, a man of, of a deeply held and deeply loved faith. Um, and so on that note, uh, you want to mainline some more fucking demons? Fuck yeah! Get some ghosts up in those veins? Oh, man. Like, fuck it. Never mind them just writing with us. They should just full on, full possession, just speak through us. Just we'll just let them in, and we'll just open our mouths and just let whatever they want to say come out using our lungs. Hell, fucking yeah, yeah. I'm let you do this one, but uh, hell, fucking yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, so I just grabbed. Uh, I went through the back. I found a bunch of dead people's belongings. I ran them in the blender, dried them out under this heat lamp over here so they're nice and crispy and i'm just gonna smoke a bunch of them this is this is really good i mean playing to your strengths and continuing to help clean up the studio whoa shit that is that is accurate holy Oh, shit, man. That was intense. Oh. Oh. Man, what do they... What do they... Do you, do you get any problems out of that? Dude. Ryan. Ryan, can you see me? Oh, my God. Your eyes. They're, they're pitch black. 
All right, yeah. All right, here. I think I, I got another one coming. I got another one coming off that hit. All right, ready, ready. All right. All right. Fuck, man. John, you got it. You got to hurt this. I can't, man. I can't. Oh. You, you do it again. It's, it's fine. All right, it's okay. fine. Um, like, none of those were problems you could use, though. Well, I'm, I'm nothing if not willing to get... I don't think so. ...go above and beyond to get extra creative to find us some problems. So we're going to go right to the edge, okay, man? We're going to go right to the fucking edge. I've, I, found, I found this whole box full of letters from a serial killer that apparently you've been sending back, like, just been pen pals with for ages. Um, yeah, they've been on death row. Dude, don't read yeah, my mail. Uh, yeah, Ted, he got put down, like, a week ago. Sorry, that's why his last letter, um, his, it was from the jail. Um, anyway, I, uh, he, in his last letter, he actually had a really heartfelt goodbye to you. Um, really touched on, like, your relationship and everything. Ground that motherfucker up. Um, and I'm about to... What the fuck? What did it say? What? No! No! Yep, that's you! <laughs> Man! Oh! Oh! I think I did. <laughs> oh, God. I think I. I think I. Oh. That was too many. Oh, God. I think I'm gonna. There's no escape! I'm finally. Get off of what and doing it. Oh god. Oh, not well. Were there any problems in that? Were there any problems in that, John? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Maybe one more? Can you get one more? Coming right the way! Man gets trapped inside ATM in Texas. Right. Right. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Oh, oh how long was I out? Dude, I thought I lost you that time. I don't fucking know. It's it seemed like a long ass time, like at least I don't know, like fifty years. It 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 honestly I was getting pretty bored with the whole thing. But dude, dude, guess what? Right at the end there, right before I, I hit you in the face to get you to, uh, yeah, to snap yeah. out of it, and also because sometimes I hit you in the face. Um, yeah. What? We you got a problem, a problem out of that? It wasn't just the ride of a lifetime, yeah, dude. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah, it, I mean, it did look ki kind of rad, but no, 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 we gotta... You said, man gets trapped inside ATM. Oh, man, is that a problem if I ever heard one? It's a juicy one. It's a real... What? Oh, oh, man. That would have been funny if I could remember the name of that expensive juicer. The juicero? Oh, okay. Juicero? Ju the yeah, juicero. the juicero. Is that what Control it was that called? that R. The Jucero. The Jucero. The Jucero. The Jucero. The Jucero. There we go. Oh, shit, yeah. The Jucero. Where were we? All right. You're going to have to guide me, John. Take take me to the end. Yeah, that's a... that's a, it, Yeah, it's a, it's a real juicy one, right? Like, here's a guy. He did not want to be inside an ATM. Finds himself inside an ATM. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That seems I mean, like a well, problem to me. I mean, this this seems kind of run-of-a-mill. Most people who are inside of ATMs don't want to be in them. It's not really a... 
an occupation most people take on willingly. So, I mean, I need more details here. Um, okay, so this guy, uh, he got uh, trapped inside an ATM. And uh, when people uh, came to get money, he, like, I guess he, he had a pencil or something in there. Because he, he, like, scribbled the whole thing on paper and, like, put it out in the slot along with the money being, like, help, I'm in the ATM. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. It really is that simple, isn't it? <laughs> that crafty motherfucker. <laughs> Man. You know, like, like most people, you're okay. So, sorry, I, I, I forget that our, our listeners can tend to be on the ignorant side about most things. Um, I mean, that's a little harsh. Like, they, they might not be as dialed in to, you know, the problems of the world uh, like we are. But, you know, that's no, no reason to call them, you know, fucking Hey, you're the one who man. threw in the fucking. Um, anyway, they are pretty fucking ignorant. Oh well, they God. are fucking, fucking ignoramus but... is the lot of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seriously. But that's why we. <laughs> yeah, here. exactly. To explain simple, everyday things that keep society afloat. For instance, ATMs. It's time for a lesson with Ryan. All right, so ATMs are basically not a really figured out technology. Uh, we just, banks like to seem a lot more powerful and high tech. And in the future, you know, we want to give, the the system wants to give you the future that you dreamed of in 80s sci-fi. So fucking automatic teller machines. Sure, why not? Um, well-known secret, very well-known secret is that every single ATM has a person inside of it. Um, that has to man it, that has to do all of the work with it. If it seems like the, the cash is coming out fast, then you should thank your teller because they are, they work fast and they're very good. Um, very good at what they do if they've been in there for a long time. Which brings me to this guy's situation. Um, basically, no one willingly works in an ATM. No one becomes the person inside of an ATM by choice. It's a... Uh, it's a bit of a situation where if you are in an ATM and you can convince somebody else to come inside of the ATM, then you're free to go and they're damned to be chained to that ATM until they're able to trick some other unlucky, hapless fool into stumbling into the ATM, which is kind of why it's really important that we, the hosts of Hypocrisy, enlighten you as to this everyday danger, lest you become, like this man, trapped forever in an ATM. Yeah, I mean, people don't even realize that automatic, like, they think it means, like, a thing that works on its own, which is weird. Um, no, the the automatic um, uh, comes from, I, I think, the, the Latin, auto uh, meaning infinite, and uh, matic meaning prison. Much like this ATM has become for this man. Yeah. However, and why I was chuckling up a storm before, is... This guy saw the situation, and most people just accept their fate. You know, they're told once they enter the ATM, the person inside starts laughing and clicking their heels and going, I'm free, I'm finally free. Then they explain the whole situation. They walk them through all their duties as the person who works inside the ATM for the rest of their lives, and then they bail. Oh, and, like, as they're about to leave, they're like, oh, by the way, if you can trick someone into coming into here, you're free to go. You just have to show them the ropes, and then you can bail. And then, right, because that that is the the final rule uh, of your, your your enslavement is when you are freed, you're only allowed to go if you uh, in, induct 
the next person into the ATM. Uh, if you don't, there is an even worse fate uh, awaiting you. So it's just like a basic workplace courtesy. You know, you leave your job, you, you set things up so it's easy for the person who takes your place. That simple. Yeah. Come on. Be, be a decent person. I hear if you, if you don't actually do that last part, you do get a job in a Japanese vending machine. Yeah, and those are really bad because those are the ones with uh, with hot coffee, and uh, you just kind of have. It's basically to, like, like the wild it, west it of right over you. machines that you can be trapped in out there. Actually, just like there's a big variety. Oh man, they got some yeah, wild ones. Like, there's boxing machines. That's an actual person that you're beating up in a virtual world. They've just been digitized. Um, Dance Dance Revolution. Those are faces, not arrow pads. Um, it's well, yeah. How else would you detect the stomping? It's a, uh, it's a dark 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 tokyo is a dark town to be stuck inside a machine in um but i digress this guy upon being told all these duties realized something that nobody else in the history of atms has ever realized and that's there's nothing in the rules that says you can't write notes to, to, to try and lure people inside the atm yeah, I mean, I think he's halfway there, right? But so his note says, "Please help, I'm stuck in here. Please call my boss." Uh, which is like, like maybe he particularly has a grudge against his That's boss. That's the hilarious part is he's he's not just he's not just trying to lure anyone in. This is a targeted attack. He wants to show his boss how to do his job, and then make him do it forever. It's fucking personal. God, like he, he he let's let's be honest, probably didn't voluntarily go in the ATM because uh, none of us would ever wish that fate upon ourselves. Uh, but when when he found himself in there, he was like, "This is an opportunity. I can make the best of this," and I fucking appreciate that, Moxie. Indeed, he didn't he didn't just look at the situation and go, "Well, I'm gonna get out of here real easy." He also is like, I'm going to get it out of here real easy, and I know someone who's just going to be stuck here forever. That's my asshole of a boss. Okay, um, so I think uh, this really prompts like sort of a, a fun um, participatory uh, phase of the podcast. Um, well, I, I think we should play a whole game, and I think uh, if the audience uh, should feel free to play along uh, if, if they want to. Um, okay, okay. Just a, an easy sort of like polling the room. If you were stuck in an ATM, what would you write on a piece of paper to try and get out? Respond to us at hypocrisy on Twitter. Let us know. Or just have it be a little high thought experiment if you're shy. Yeah, yeah. there's no need to tell anyone. Just think to yourself and uh, enjoy whatever uh, devious wit you might have. What, what about you, Ryanimal? You, you got anything? No, I think this I think this problem has really been solved. I, I commend this man's actions. Um I, is that what you'd write, write on the paper you're well, like I've, I think this problem's been solved we good I'll, guys yeah I've never had a boss so what I would write <laughs> on my piece of paper would be um send for John and then when you showed up I would show you how to do the job and then we would just do it forever I won't leave let's stay with you John and we just kick back we work in this ATM together. That's really It's probably a lot more stable and safe than, you know, this problem-solving adventure we've gone on. I, sometimes I, I kind of wish I got stuck in an ATM so we could have this kind of safe little box to live in and just touch money all day and be fed through that little hamster thing. But um, 
No, we've got we got a bigger destiny than that. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that life is for other luckier souls than us. I think if yeah, I yeah. Uh, had to had to if I got trapped in an ATM and uh, I had to write something, I would actually write uh, what I thought was your initial suggestion of. Uh, <laughs> I think this problem has been solved. Because can you imagine going up to an ATM, putting in your card, punching in a pin, quick cash, eighty bucks, pops out with a little paper saying, "I think this problem has been solved." And I mean, their problem of "I need eighty dollars" was immediately solved by you, the truest of automatic problem solvers. It, it was APSs is what they should call you if you're in an ATM. I mean, I, we are trapped here forever, so... Yeah, uh, yeah in a weird way. Our, our studio is like one giant ATM where people uh, people press the buttons and they try to withdraw problems. and uh, No, they deposit problems and they try to withdraw solutions. And all they get is a little message saying, I think this problem has been solved. It's usually the only message we really give them. <laughs> oh, man, but um, I've... Speaking of solving things, I think we've kind of like... I think, I think we've kind of solved this this episode, right? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, um, I think I think we can get what? more problems. I, I think I know how to get more problems, no. man. I think I found a way. No, it's, we can it's get fine. more problems. We, we do we do three every two weeks, uh, and, and that's actually a great opportunity uh, to segue. Um, okay, uh, that's a that's a dove, but that's that's fine. Um, yeah, so we do uh, three problems every two weeks. Um, uh, that's... <laughs> I guess Ryan's getting into, like, yoga or something. Um, yeah, uh, between those episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, at Hypocrisy. Um, you can check out our website, hypocrisy.zone, uh, to see all of our... Um, Okay, Ryan, Ryan, you're doing yoga very loud. Oh, this isn't yoga, John. Ryan! I'm opening a portal to hell itself. Ryan, where'd you get that ceremonial dagger? <laughs> I can't be stopped now, John. We're gonna get problems from the the, the fucking seething pit of problems itself. Directly from the source. Ryan, this is not the time for de a demonic sacrifice. We have to tell the good people about Seth Boyer, who creates our awesome theme song, We All Out Here, and you can find his album Get Wrecked by going to hypocrisy.zone slash Seth, Ryan. Oh, it doesn't matter. You can listen to his incredible music on it. No. I won't be stopped. John. There's too many problems to solve. Too many. Too many. We need them all. We need them all right now. Ryan, no. No! I just cleaned the carpet! Scream my last goodbye.
But seriously though, you've damned us all.